you ever hear thoughts like these go through your mind? I'm the victim of my circumstances and there's no hope for change. You know, it doesn't matter what I do. I'll never get ahead. Other people will always take advantage of me. Or if you're waiting in line, my line will always be the slowest. I'm Lee Whitman with Restoring the Foundations. And today I want to talk about what is stopping you. Welcome to the Hope, Healing, and Freedom podcast, brought to you by Restoring the Foundations International. Our desire is to equip you with biblical truth to empower you to live a full life of freedom in Christ. For more, please visit restoringthefoundations.org. Now, here's your podcast. Today's verse is 2 Timothy 1.7. For God has not given us a spirit of timidity or fear, but of power and love and self-discipline. Another version says power, love, and self-control. If you relate to any one of these statements I started with, you're not alone. These beliefs are symptoms of a very common stronghold, the stronghold of victimization. Some of you listening will hear this podcast and say to yourself, well, this is not me. This stronghold of victimization does not affect me much. Let me encourage you that if it is affecting you even a little bit, it's too much. As you will hear, victimization can blind you to the effect it is having on you. The enemy wants you to remain passive and powerless and will use even a small foothold in your life to keep you on the sidelines. It's not just the superstars of life that God wants to empower to make a difference in this world. As Max Lucado said, God takes ordinary people like you and me and he puts his extra on them to make them extraordinary people. I heard a recording recently of the new University of Colorado football coach, Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders was an outstanding professional football player and was elected to the National Football League Hall of Fame. He's a believer in Jesus who's already been called out by the liberal news media in Boulder, Colorado for his outspoken Christian beliefs. But in this particular recording, he went around the team meeting asking his new football team what they were going to do to make today a great day. It was inspiring and amazing at the same time. He was instilling in his new team that they had the ability by their choices to make this a great day. He was making those young men powerful instead of powerless. You see, he'd taken over a football team that had only won one game the previous season. So he has to change their mindset. They'd been looking at themselves through a victim mindset. In today's podcast, I want to challenge all of us, me included, with some thoughts about dealing with this victim spirit and mindset. I recently recorded a podcast on bringing the kingdom of God to earth. In that podcast, I talked about having the opportunity right now to partner with Father God to bring the kingdom of God to earth. In fact, God is looking for those who are willing to do what he's asking us to do to partner with him. So taking from Deion Sanders' talk, I was challenged with the question, What am I doing today to bring the kingdom of God to earth? This spirit of victimization would have you and me stay on the sidelines and do nothing out of a sense of powerlessness, or it would have us blame our inactivity on someone else. If only they wouldn't have done that to me or said that to me, I'd be able to do something. Let me give you an example of how this spirit of victimization works. We did ministry with a person who has lived their entire life of being under this victim spirit. 
For example, recently one of his kids got very sick right after their health insurance lapsed because he did not fill out the paperwork to renew the insurance. Since he had no money to pay for the doctors, he took the child to the emergency room because the hospital will not turn patients away who have no insurance. Then when the bills came from the hospital, he was not able to pay them, and instead of contacting the hospital to work out a payment plan, due to his passivity, he did nothing because of this feeling of helplessness. Then the hospital turned him over to collection agency. He then thought that the hospital was being unfair for turning him over to collections. See, this is that victim spirit at work. The victim spirit partners with ungodly beliefs that there is nothing you can do to change your circumstances. In fact, your past defines your future. Because of what has happened to you, you will be unable to choose anything better for your life. This spirit doesn't like for you to take responsibility for shaping your own life and the outcomes. It would rather have you blame someone else. When a person ought to take responsibility to create a different outcome in their circumstances, this spirit would rather blame shift and stay stuck. Then it will whine because it feels stuck, and it is. There's a big difference between being victimized by things that have happened to you and having a victim mindset and stronghold. For example, the same things can happen to two different people, and they react totally differently because one has this victim stronghold and the other one does not. Now, what's a stronghold? A stronghold is when two or more of these following problem areas come together and are energized by demonic oppression. The stronghold usually begins with the generational pressure that comes down through your bloodline from your ancestors. Many people inherit victimizations from your ancestors. Then you add to that generational inequity some easily believed ungodly beliefs, like people will always take advantage of me, or no matter what I do, I'll never get ahead. Then add in some hurts caused by something in life which reinforces that sense of helplessness. Mix all of those together with an enemy that wants to reinforce and energize each one of those, and you have a stronghold of victimization. And you can't think your way out of a stronghold. You can't decide to use self-discipline and just stop these behaviors. Strongholds must be disassembled using Restoring the Foundations Ministry. For an example, we did ministry with a lady who is living under this mindset of victimization. She was struggling because she had made some very bad decisions in choosing relationships with men. As we talked with her about her past, it became very obvious where this mindset started in her life. Her father was a verbally abusive and angry man. He would often rage at the little girl, and she didn't even know what she had done wrong to deserve the rage. When she got old enough to date, she dated boys who were also angry and verbally abusive. And then when she got married, yep, you guessed it, she married someone who did the same things to her. She was convinced by this spirit of victimization that she deserved this kind of relationship. When this victim spirit gets attached to a person, it acts like a magnet that actually draws bad behavior to them from others. This explains why predators in the world are able to pick out people who are susceptible to their abusive ways. You know, it's not unusual for a person who's been sexually abused when they're young to be abused again later in life. Why? Because the demonic stronghold of victimization creates a target on them that draws other predators to this person. This stronghold marks them in the spirit realm with something that the predators can recognize. This spirit very often attracts other things in the spirit 
that combine to strengthen the hold this spirit has on a person's life. Things like abandonment and betrayal are commonly attracted to victimization. But for the purpose of this podcast, I want to focus on how this spirit of victimization creates a sense of hopelessness and powerlessness in a person. So along with powerlessness, it also has several other ways that it operates. Victimization is sort of like an octopus. It is not just built on one tentacle, but it has several tentacles that are common struggles for the person afflicted with this stronghold. So this stronghold almost always includes passivity. Some of the thoughts associated with this passivity are things like, why try? What good would it do anyways? Or what good would it do for me to initiate conversation with others? They're just going to reject me. I lack the motivation necessary to do anything for the Lord, so I don't even try. Or I have to allow others to treat me badly. That's what I deserve. Or I feel like sin is always going to run my life. I just can't stop it. Or no matter what I do, something bad is going to happen to me. As you can see, this passivity adds weight to an already existing sense of hopelessness. And once passivity and hopelessness gets rooted in a person's life, it easily leads to self-pity. Self-pity said things like, most of my thoughts are about me and what I can't do. I always draw people around me who also struggle with self-pity. I love throwing parties for myself, pity parties, that is. If I'm honest, I don't have many real friends. Why would they want to be my friend? And when you live in self-pity long enough, it gives place to a lack of thankfulness. Thoughts like, I can't think of many things to thank the Lord for. Or, I get stuck when I'm praying and I'm trying to thank him. I just don't know where to go. Or I have no hope, so why should I give thanks? And then I wonder sometimes if I'll ever get out of this hopeless cycle. Probably the most common characteristics of victimization is it causes the person to feel they're powerless. This is just the opposite of what God gives us. Our verse for today, 2 Timothy 1.7 for God has not given us a spirit of timidity or fear, but of power and love and discipline. So these are just a sample of how this spirit of victimization operates. Its main message is to convince you that you're powerless and there's no hope for change. Is there something that you would like to do? Or are there some changes that you'd like to make in your life? Or do you believe God is calling you to do something in the kingdom of God? then my question for today is, what are we waiting for? No one else has the ability to ruin your day if you don't let them. The spirit of victimization would have you give power to people or circumstances that do not deserve that power in order to control your life. Then we blame those people or circumstances for why we don't get things done. If you want to get something done, as Deion Sanders asked his team, what are you going to do to make that happen today? Well, let me use a simple example. Many people would like to lose a little weight, and some of us would like to lose maybe a little more than a little. What's stopping us from doing something about it today? So you might be asking, I've been in this cycle so long, will I ever get out of this hopelessness cycle? Yes, if you really want to break this stronghold, you can. You know, it's interesting, Jesus often asked people who were sick, 
if they wanted to get well. So let me ask you, do you want to get free from this stronghold? Many people under this spirit of victimization do not believe that healing and freedom are possible. If this is you, I want you to know that freedom from the Spirit is possible. Jesus came to set the captives free. In order to get free from this stronghold, you're going to need the help of an RTF minister. This stronghold needs to be disassembled. The generational pressure to walk in victimization must be broken. Then the lies you believe about your situation must be replaced with God's truth. Then there are the hurts that you've received in life that contributed to the stronghold. And of course, we've got to kick out the demons that are energizing victimization in your life. So write to our ministry coordinator right now at healing at restoringthefoundations.org. And I say do it now, don't wait, because this stronghold wants to keep you passive. It wants to keep you hopeless. But receiving RTF ministry will change your life. So reach out right now for that help. Don't settle. Father, I ask you to use this podcast. If there's anything in it for people, just stir them up, Lord. Give them the courage. Give them the grace to send that email to healing at restoringthefoundations.org so they can get ministry and break this stronghold in their life. Lord, you've made us powerful people of God, and I thank you for that. Now help us, Lord, to walk in that power, walk in that grace. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us on the Hope, Healing, and Freedom podcast today. We pray you are blessed and equipped with biblical truth, empowering you to live a full life of freedom in Christ. To learn more about the ministry of Restoring the Foundations International, please visit restoringthefoundations.org. We look forward to seeing you on the next episode.